0: Hey, I'm Ruben from Dub. Welcome to Connection Loop, our actionable podcast about building businesses with daily human connections. Connection Loop features long form interviews with fascinating people in sales, marketing, and beyond. Enjoy today's episode and learn more about Dub at dub.com. And we are live. Hey guys, this is Ruben from Dub's podcast, Connection Loop. And today I have with me Helen Renovic. And Helen Renovic comes to us from Stockholm, Sweden. And today we're gonna to get into a couple of topics. Um, we started to talk about this idea of you know business coaching and sort of how to improve our business lives. And then we kind of realized that there was a much bigger topic here, which is really about self-awareness and how to overcome some really interesting challenges. Helen, I'd love to understand um, your journey and really what you've gone through and some of the things that you've learned. I know that you've written a book I know that you are, as your as your title says, you are the the mistress of buried treasures, which is a very cool title, probably the coolest I've ever heard. But I'd love, <laughs> I'd love, I'd love to, I'd love to hear your take on this.
1: So where do you want to start?
0: I want to start from the beginning. <laughs> I want to the- I want to start from your origin story. What mm. would you say is where you really became Helen Rennervik? Mm.
1: I think. Life is a journey and we grow, I, I believe we grow every day. And that's how we collect all these pieces. So I don't think that we are, I'm, I'm just Helen now, you know, I will be. I will grow more. I mean, that's what I love to do. I aspire that for others and also for myself. So my story started, I'm born and brought up here in Sweden and I lived here until I was 16. And then I moved to Denmark and I lived there. And then on from there, I moved to London. And that's where I studied and became an interior designer. And I love interior design. And as life is, you know, things happen. You know, you can choose that. That's That That was my passion. And it's still my passion. But then all of a sudden, you know, I was offered a job in with a big company. And that sounded so interesting to in events, promotions. And... That's where I joined and little did I know that I was going to be there for 15 years and again I loved what I learned there and I really grew in that job and I did well obviously if I grew you know to different position and I stayed in it for 15 years and during that time I got married I got married before I joined there and I had four children during that time and then all of a sudden I I felt like, you know, what am I doing? You know, I'm just working and this and whatever. Everything was planned. I was very organized and this. But I felt like this is not really what I'm supposed to do. And when I left the company I was with them, they were really good. They gave me a coach. And then all of a sudden, I had to find out who am I? You know, what do I want to do? And then, you know, I started to do more of, you know, the colors, the pattern, the texture and all these things. And that's when I thought also I wanted to do. But at the same time, I've always loved to do sports, and this. I ventured into that too. And nutrition, that's also something, food and everything, so I, I explored a little bit there and stayed in fitness and health for five years. And then, boom, something really unexpected happened to my youngest son in 2015. Something I could never imagine would happen to me. He broke his leg, and that was really hard. You know, I had to change everything in going to school, this, whatever. But that wasn't it. Then three weeks in, he had fallen again, and he broke his leg again—a broken leg. I mean, have you ever heard a broken leg, and you break it again? And that's when we heard that your son has got cancer. And you know, I still, when I say that now, it's like. It's hard, it's hard, but nothing will, you know, throw you down on the floor if you don't want to. And that's, it was a lot of overwhelm and everything when I heard it, but I decided at that time, I'm going to take hold of this. I'm going to make this the best of what I could make during that time. Of course, it's not easy, you know, it's not anything easy when something like that happens. And, you know, it's not just him, it was the three other kids and we left, I was living in the Middle East for 25 years, and to leave Dubai, and then we went to Germany, we stayed in Germany for three months, and then I decided, okay, this is not just going to be a three-month thing. It's one year or maybe more. And that's what we were talking about, you know, the unknown. This is what is very hard. And that's what we are now. We are in the unknown. So, you know, my book that I wrote after my son, he got through this, thank God, and it's taken a long time because it was not just that he went through the cancer. He also has a leg that he lost, but he has amazing thing. He has a, a prosthetic inside his leg that he needs to be extended, and that's what he's doing now. It's five years since this happened. He has grown. He's a teenager today, and... Even today, he actually lengthened his leg. I mean, imagine you go into the hospital, his leg gets lengthened, only a few millimeters. But he's growing. I mean, from he was nine until 14, he has grown a lot. So now when we are in this time of unknown, which I lived through one year, two years, it's just to stay in the moment, in the moment, to do the best you can during that time. And we have that choice. We can have the choice to be beaten and go and worry. But I, co- I couldn't do that. You know, even in the hospital, they were asking, are you working here? Because I tried to make the best thing every day because I only had that time with my son. What if he would have died? You know, I didn't know. I mean, we, but we actually don't know that at any time. You know, some people could die just like that. And but when you're set, it, it was a wake up call for me. I have got more time with my son. What am I going to do? Even if he's in the hospital for a year, what am I going to do? Be depressed and make him worse during that time? No. So that was a really big wake-up call for me. So that's why I'm telling people that let's reclaim those buried treasures that you have because we all have that. I want their, you know, them to be as inspired and, you know, they, everyone has something inside of them. I have worked and I have done so much work on myself, inside myself to be the person I am today. So, yeah, there you have.
0: Wow. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. That, um, that was really meaningful. Thank you for that. Um, tell me about buried treasures. What does that mean?
1: So we have to listen in. Like I had these buried treasures inside of myself. But I didn't know they were there. And I have worked with a lot of people to help me take that out. Even when I was writing my book, I had no idea how do you write a book? I have no idea. And I worked with Diane, who was my coach at that time, and she was able to bring all those things out because I had not taken notes during the time when my son was sick, but they were all there inside of myself. You know, we can bury uncomfortable things or we can have beautiful things and it's just to be able to reach those things and maybe we need to have other people help us or you know it could be in different way self-reflections or you know just digging a little bit deeper so that's how my book actually was born from my buried treasures that were inside there
0: and what would you say during that that process your your blind spots were
1: Uh, you know, afterwards, actually, not during the time when I did my book, then I went away, but then I went back to Diane and she has became my coach. I have always been a perfectionist. And during one of our calls, I was telling her about this amazing photographer, her work and this and whatever. And I was just going on. I'd just been to an exhibition. And she said, just hold one moment, Helen. I'm going to tell you something. And she was starting talking about a lady. And all of a sudden, I just broke down. I was just crying, 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 crying. Because she was talking about me. I'd been so hard about about myself, to myself. I'd never said Helen, you are enough. Mm. And it was so powerful. And these are the moments that I like to work with my clients too. I have no idea. I can't come into a session and bring my things with me. I go in, I strip off my thoughts, feelings, and emotion, and I'm there. And I listen, not just with my ears, with my eyes, with my heart. I listen to what they really say, because it could be something that is there now or maybe they go further and further down to maybe there were 10 7 whatever maybe something and that's when you start to you know untangle all these things that are there and so many beautiful things can come out of that and that's you know how you start to become you know aware of yourself of your thoughts feelings and emotion and it's really important to be aware of that yes to stop reflect
0: yeah, well, that that's exactly what I think is most interesting about this conversation is this idea of self awareness and this idea of really knowing ourselves, knowing the things that we've gone through, knowing our blind spots, um, and knowing that our mic was a little bit too far away from us and that we should <laughs> actually pull it in. <laughs> you know, um, so I I really I really appreciate your 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 take on that. You know, so one of the things that we talked about before. We hit record was this idea of not being a victim and i think a lot of people suffer from this uh, this idea of uh, they become a victim you know something has happened to them you know bad luck um something has changed in their environment how relevant is that right now you know um you know health wealth these types of issues uh, sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's really difficult to not see yourself as a victim because it just looks like bad luck. And you look to your left, and you look to your right, and people aren't dealing with the same same things that 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 you're dealing with. But I think a lot of that is about perspective because when you look to your left and to your right, you know you don't necessarily see the problems that they're going through and the and the internal war that 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 person might be struggling with. So it's very easy to to. To play the victim card, um, how do you think that we can kind of avoid getting into that negative cycle, so that we can ultimately, you know, overcome those challenges?
1: Pause, pause, and pause, mm. and sit down and reflect. You know, every day, something that is, you know, I mean, people talk about journals, but journals can really, really help us. Mm. You know, stop in the end of the day. Just write down three things that you are grateful for that day. It doesn't have to be big things. You know, maybe you smiled or maybe somebody said something or maybe you saw a beautiful um, flower outside or, you know, you saw your children, if you have children, anything. You know, it could be anything. But write three new things every day because we always have. But that's the thing. We have to be aware. When we go outside, do we see things around ourselves? You know, do we smile to someone? If we smile to somebody, they might smile back to us. So, you know, being in the moment, being aware of yourself, of your surrounding, and then reflect. You know, whenever I have a conversation, then afterwards, I take that moment and, okay, reflect. Because that's the only thing that is happening. Right now, you and I have a conversation. What can we take away from this? Because those become our memories. So we can choose that too. We can choose our memories. We can leave, you know, the not so nice away or look at them. Okay, what could I have done better here? You know, with this, if it didn't turn out the way you wanted to. And the same thing in conversations. You know, listen to others. Really listen to them and let them hear you. So there are tools that you can use because you said, how can you know your blind spots that's Mm. getting feedback from others but again that's only their point of view so you have to ask people that you really trust that you respect and that they respect you and they want you to grow because if there's somebody who's just going, oh you know this wasn't so good and also be open to that because if we want to learn okay i could do this better but there are also tools that you could use, so you get aware of yourself. You know, it's funny. I'm wearing this yellow, this yellow shirt, so I'm an eye style, and an eye style is very, very talkative. But now, when I'm here on your, on your podcast or on your on your streaming, I have to also. I'm aware of that. I can talk and I can talk and I can talk, but I have to quiet that a little bit.
0: Mm. So other and, and this hear. is this is according to what I'm sorry you repeat that extended please,
1: disc. Or? So extended disc is a is a self-awareness tool mm. um that you actually can know your it, it's a it's an assessment on your personality. So is this like can, the Myers
0: Myers Briggs?
1: similar yes but my sprig is a different one this is a different assessment but just so you get a little bit more aware okay because we are different styles that's why some people like a lot of uh, details that's not me at all and we are not just one style we are different styles and when we get to know this then our communication will be much better also if we know what the other person are and this is how we can do at workplace if everyone in the workplace know what they are because again you know if we learn this when we are younger then we probably choose our career out of that because then mm. we will work in our strength which is much better i do believe when we work in what our strengths are and encourage and build on those strengths then we will become better we will feel better and we will do better instead of focusing on what we are not good at because maybe that's not our natural behavior that we can learn those things so you know when I was working as a country manager I had to do a lot of analytical things which doesn't come to me easily I learned it of course I learned it but it's not natural for me that's you know something that takes more energy for me so I became so tired now I know that I know what I am best working in so I do I use that so when we all do that when we learn okay, this person might sound really abrupt and rude and this. No, it's just their style. So when we a- know that, then it's much easier to have a conversation and to communicate bet- better.
0: Got it. So I'm that's that's intriguing. I, I'm actually looking at the the chart yeah. here for, yes, for the it. extended disc. yeah. Mm. Uh, and I think that on this chart, on the top, it says task orientation. On the right, it's active. On the bottom, it's people orientation. And then on the left, it's reserved. So this is really interesting. So I think the the takeaways for me, I want to understand this a little bit better, but the takeaways for me is that, you know, knowing what a our style is, but then knowing what others other people's style is, I think is really beneficial for us because then we can know ourselves and then know others and as a result be able to communicate better. Um could you and you can, can imagine just- when
1: a whole when a whole team is in there? So mm. then we will get all the different on that this is called the the disc diamond, then we will get all the the dots there where they are and then we can use them much better and you will know your 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 uh, um applied behavior because you can also have your applied behavior you know like me i'm very i i am i little bit d and s but Mm. i have no c so when i was working in that kind of a job I became very tired. I could learn that because that's your skills you learn. So when we know this better, we will actually function better. And if companies use it for all their employees, it will be much more smooth and mm. they will get better results and people will thrive better. And you know, at some times, like now. Now, who do we need as a leader? You know, that needs to come in now? Maybe that is a D style because we need to take short. Quick decisions. It doesn't mean that somebody is better than somebody else. It's just when we apply these different things at the you know best times. Got so it. It's a great tool.
0: Now, one of the things that makes me feel uncomfortable about some of these types of of uh, programs like this and the Myers Briggs and you know the right brain, the classic right brain, left brain. There's there's a bunch of these. I, I like these and I and I take them whenever I can. But one of the things that I have kind of pause on with these is this idea of you know if if we're in a certain mood or if if we're in a certain stage in our life at a certain time you know we might actually take on a different sort of personality type you know um as a result of our surroundings and maybe our goals right whereas you know at a later stage in a later time in a later set of circumstances you know maybe potentially we can we can sort of evolve to a different place or maybe uh, Trans, Transposed to a different type of of, of being or, or personality, so I get a little concerned about getting locked into this. Like if I say I'm you know X on this chart, you know I don't want to have this self prophecy where I'm always X and then other people see me as X and then if they need Y that I'm I'm not the right person. Rather, I I personally like to take on this idea of of being dynamic and evolving and sort of coexisting with 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 all these, knowing that I have certain strengths and weaknesses. But, mm. you know, final statement here on this is that, you know, if I know that I'm weak at a certain thing, that's where I like to personally invest more of my time so that I can evolve, so that I can be truly kind of holistic, you know? W- what is your take on that?
1: So the, this one that you looked at is exactly that goes into the little more holistic side. Mm. So it's not... It's just you are. You just are certain things, mm-hmm. but then also your values. When you you know you cannot just look at your strength and these things. What are your values? Because this makes us all different. We all have different values. What is your core value? And two people of the two uh, styles could be looking at same thing, but then it comes to their core values, and that totally change. It totally change how that person is seen because. Again, our values can change at certain time because, you know, like you said, we evolve, we learn more, and all of a sudden, maybe one thing isn't so important, like another thing is important. But you know, we could have several values, and if we only have to choose one, it's hard. But then we come down to our real, real core. What is, you know, what is most important to you? So there's so many different ways of learning and there's no right or wrong. It just mm. is. And when we, because I can't be good at everything because if I try to be good at everything, then I'm not going to be good at nothing. Right. You know, that, that's my take. I try, you know, like I said, I try to be that perfectionist and to do everything. It was, it was so exhausting. It was really, really exhausting to try to be perfect. Yeah. Nobody is perfect. So right. when, when you can just be yourself and be good at what you are good at, you will. I believe you can excel in that, and that's what you have to find. What do I really enjoy doing? Where can I continue and continue and continue doing for hours? Because when we can do that, and some people might say, "Oh, that's just a hobby." Mm. If that's what you're really good at, do it.
0: Yeah yeah and
1: you know go into that because then you will never you won't give up.
0: Right exactly. and And what was your process like um, as you know running running your firm now? Um, what was your process? What was the aha mm-hmm. moment that, that you sort of saw when you realized that this problem existed that you could solve?
1: So I live by questions. And that's something that you use as coaching tools too. But I live by them and I don't go into an answer. And I use them all the time. You know, if if something is really hard, then, okay, what else is possible, here now? Or if it's really, really good, what else is possible? You know, then we will get more of that. Okay, what could I do now to make this better? Or if somebody says, what's wrong with you? Okay, what's right with me that I'm not getting? So, using these questions on myself that I also use with my clients, because I really don't know what will come up. I can never prepare a conversation. I can't. I just have to be there, be without all my thoughts, feelings, and emotions, and just be there, listen to them, and really listen to them. See, are they breathing? Mm, you know, okay, what's that? and silence silence
0: is amazing. Mm. Well that's uh that that's one of the magics I think of um of Beethoven actually it's it's the silence it's the in between notes uh where the music comes to life because that dramatic pause sometimes when you're just waiting for that next note to come
1: I love that in between.
0: Yeah, the in between, mm. you know. And I think that that's really really important. I think a lot of us tend to uh you know, over speak or over communicate, or sometimes just overdo, without letting something natural or organic <laughs> take place. Yeah, yeah. So one of the things that uh, that we're really passionate about at Dub is it's kind of sharing ways to use technology to share some of the stories. That, for example, you've shared in this conversation. And I think what's really valuable and, and the reason why I'm inspired by our conversation is because you've really figured out a way to take your life and then to truly integrate it into your story. And then as a result, uh, you know, have a career from that a successful career, which I think is, is, uh, is really amazing, because a lot of people suffer from that a lot of people can't find that integration, you know, they have this, world which is you know conflict and then this which is life and then this which is aspirations and then this which is family and none of those things are 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 connected. And I know I've suffered from that. I know it's very challenging to do that, you know, to really find that integration. And I think that, you know, during this time period right now, I think this is the true opportunity for us. This is the true way that we can turn this threat into an opportunity to find that integration, you know, and to truly find that um you know, holistic sense of self, I would say, as abstract as that might sound. So, yeah, um, I,
1: I I do believe that, too. You know, it's if we go out and see the nature and everything, I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. You know, yeah. they are just living. They are continuing living. They are not being disrupted by what is going on. And maybe that's something what we have to learn, you know, OK, what can we do now? Because whatever was there before is not going to be there. In a week or a month or whatever, and that's scared. That's go walking into the unknown. That is very scary for a lot of people because yeah. they are used to. They want to have, you know, everything around them outside. But that's why when you deep go deep inside you, so you feel secure in yourself, who you are, and you're not. You know, it's like a tree. You know, the roots. Just go down into the ground and they won't. Even if there is a storm, usually the roots are there. Or maybe the, the tree gets pulled out, but then it starts to grow again. So yeah. if we can if we can do that ourselves, you know, try to find this time that is now. And it's scary and it's this. But if we could just take a pause and see, okay. What am I? And and know your feelings and know your emotions because they are different. But to know them, am I scared? Am I overwhelmed? Am I angry? Because anger could also come out there, you know, and take hold of them because this is actually a moment when you can maybe learn a lot about yourself and take that step forward, you know, after. And this will go through, this will pass through. We are just going through a time. That will take us to the next, and that's our choice, you know. Will we take it to the next and do something different? Then, right? So, what are you well, going to show us? I'm interested to see. Well,
0: uh, yeah, and and what I'm going to show is how dub is used for personal storytelling <laughs> mm, <laughs> because I think wow. that that's that's my one takeaway from this conversation is that the story is the thing that connects us to someone in such a visceral way. You know, you said something which was really great, you said you can hear. With your ears but you can also hear with your eyes and your heart you know yeah. and i think one of the things about video is that we can we can see those certain emotions when we connect with a person yeah. now synchronous live video zoom or you know this tool that we're using right now these are very valuable for live videos but one of the things that we've really tried to innovate on is you know asynchronous pre-recorded videos so that we can capture our stories and we can convey them. So what does what does that mean? How do we capture our stories? Well, wow. it, it, it yeah, it really it really comes to a, I think a couple of things. Number one is, you know, all of our laptops now have webcams. At least they should, right? <laughs> so, you know, with a webcam, it's very easy to record yourself and to record your story. Now, what we typically do, I think, is you know when we go into an email. You know, we'll, we'll start to write an email and we'll start to write and type and type and type. And what we're trying to do is we're trying to express ourselves in a textual format. We're trying to come up with words to express ourselves. You know, writing is great. I I write a lot. We should all write as much as we can. But the problem with writing though, is that number one is, is it takes a lot of time. Okay. But number two is that the tone in which we write is not necessarily the tone in which people perceive. You know, people read text in the way that they're feeling, you know? So if they're upset or if they're, you know, short for time or if they're, you know, frustrated about something and they're going to read something, they might actually construe negative ideas from that. You know, they might see an exclamation point and they might see, well that sounds like sarc- sarcasm or, you know, someone that's over eager or something like this, you know? So what we encourage people to do is to go get a free account on dub, get the dub chrome extension, and then by doing so, what you do is you activate video throughout your your pretty much your entire internet experience, right? So here I'm in I'm in Gmail right now, and what I can do I like is
1: that.
0: yeah, and what I can do is I can actually just record a video right here, right from my right from my Gmail window. And when I record that, I'll just do one. Hey, it's Ruben. This is a test. I'll do that. I'll upload it, and then just within a couple of seconds, what I can do is a, a video is automatically created, the landing page is created, and all that I have to do is simply insert a thumbnail into my the body of my email. Now, what happens if, I didn't wait a couple of seconds, but if I wait a couple of seconds, what happens is that an automated uh, GIF is automatically added. So within a couple of seconds, that image this gif image starts to move and this is just a, a way to to have a three second uh, little teaser of what the video is going to be and then when someone clicks on this video then they go to a landing page and i'll just kind of show my landing page right here
1: and that's all done in the program there
0: oh this is all done with dub and it all happens in, once you get your account set up it happens instantaneously mm-hmm. so you know some people send hundreds of videos every single week. I mean, we have a user that's that's sent, now sent, you know, in the thousands actually. So effectively video has replaced email for a lot mm-hmm. of people using Dub. You know, and then what happens on the video landing page is that you have all sorts of ways to to add engagement. You have, you know, calls to action buttons, you have, you know, a calendar integration if someone wants to put uh, a time in my calendar, you know, a real time chat, through the Dub mobile app, you can you can chat. I can receive. But that's all message. on
1: your platform. This is all on have...
0: this is all on Dub.com. Yeah. So when you have, so a, everyone
1: has their 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 account there.
0: Yeah, you have to have a Dub account to make this happen. But anyone can view this landing page. They don't have to have a Dub account. They can just be someone out there in the world, and you can send them an email, and then they'll instantly receive this. It'll be your logo up here. You know, it'll be your image here. Um, and then they can watch this video, no sign in required. But then of course, if they want to pursue some, some calls to action, like clicking on a button, booking a time in your calendar, they can do all of that through your calendar page.
1: That's amazing.
0: Yeah. And then one of the things, you know, we're, you and I really connected on, on LinkedIn. And Mm. I think one of the things that we're really also psyched about is this idea of using dub as a tool to enhance your overall, uh, LinkedIn experience. So what that looks like, let's see if I can find you here. So what I'm gonna do now is I'm gonna send you a video message. Um, well, it seems like it's not working, I can't find you. But what I'll do is I'll just go to this person here and I'll just click on the dub icon and then the same experience is gonna happen. I can but, so if it. you
1: have if you have your account, then it will come up on the LinkedIn that you have that yes. icon there?
0: Yes, exactly. Hmm. So, then you have now you have a video integration into LinkedIn. So, you can upload a video, you can add a video from YouTube that that you might have. Um, You can also get real time activity reporting. So, you can see if people are watching your videos, what percentage of the video that they're watching. Um, You know, this has some information on, you know, 100% video view. So, you can see what's happening actually on your video so you can know if it's working you know if you send a video to someone if you send someone right now if you send them a linkedin video or if you send them a youtube video or if you send them an instagram video you're not going to know if a you're not going to know if they watched it if they engaged with it but b once you send them to that page you sent them to that ecosystem you know sending someone to a youtube page it's highly distracting there's recommended videos there's advertisements, you know, there's a high chance that that person is going to get lost into the YouTube ecosystem and not, you know, be kept into your ecosystem. So we always recommend folks to kind of control that environment and to use Dub, either videos that you upload to Dub or create with Dub, or to just import them from YouTube, which you can do on Dub. So I hope that makes sense. Um, one of the other things that Dub has is a mobile app. So this is an example. Of of a of a video that uh, that I actually created using the Dub mobile app, and this is just an idea. that I think what's interesting about the Dub mobile app is that you can create uh, multiple clips. So in this video, I have you know multiple clips that I was able to create in real time. Looks like I'm falling asleep in do this. So you video. bring
1: them in, or you make
0: you uh, bring you're, them you're, in there, or? Great question. You're actually making them on the fly, so you're making them in in real time. So, with with the Dub Mobile app, you can record one clip, stop, record another clip, stop, record another clip, stop. Maybe flip the camera, you know, import a video. It's a kind from of a web. story. It's a story, yeah. Like so it's just it functions functions in a very similar way that uh, you know Instagram stories or you know Snapchat. We were sort of inspired by some of those um, kind of modern social networks, which is why we created the Dub Mobile app. Um, to in- incorporate you know multiple clip development, but then also uh, music and filters and text and emojis and a lot of fun stuff. So, you know, that's that's my you know a couple minute demo on on Dub. Uh, that's probably just a, a fraction of what Dub can do. Um, I encourage you to to check it out if you have some time. And you know, I am, always I have already
1: signed up there, so I have to go into Okay, it out. cool. Yeah. Making yeah, videos.
0: Okay, awesome. Yeah, and then I think one of the one of the things that I was. Um, compelled by what you said actually before we went live on this video was this idea of you know video editing Hmm. and you know we love video editing for our youtube show the daily dub on youtube there's a massive amounts of editing that goes into that and production value we have a um, such an amazing um, producer and director that kind of runs that shannon leonard Um, but what the paradox of dub is that we we actually empower people to not have to use video editing, and in fact, just record videos on the go. Turn that webcam on. Do it through Gmail. Do it through LinkedIn. Do it through the Dub website. Record a webcam video and send it. Don't worry about the editing. You know, there's a lot of different types of branding that can exist using Dub. Your logo can appear. You can have calls to action. You can have captions automatically generated. You know, text captions get automatically generated. Just click of a button.
1: And subtitles.
0: Um, Subtitles, yeah. You can import, yeah, subtitles. You can, we have, I think 20 or 20 plus languages, different languages Mm. on those videos. Yeah. Mm. So you can create those captions. Um, And it comes
1: automatically when you speak.
0: uh, It happens after the fact. So you mentioned Apple Clips. So the way that Apple Clips does it is that as you're recording, it's gonna add text onto the video. Um, we opted out of that technology. And the reason why is because you can't edit it. If it if it makes a mistake, you're kind of stuck with that. You so can edit
1: a little bit, so. A little bit, okay, work, yeah. yeah.
0: So what we decided to do was we decided to just, you know, have the ability to generate captions by clicking this button. But then one of the things that you can do is you can download or upload the SRT file. So mm-hmm. if I, I haven't done captions on this yet, so this is not appearing, but if I if I saw the download button here, Um, Then what I could do is I could download that file and then edit it and then make right away right away. I can edit it in real time. You know, we're constantly finding words that our system misspelled. It it actually misspells dub. (laughs) So (laughs) that was one of our first
1: fixes.
0: (laughs) Um, Yeah.
1: But you can correct it yourself in there
0: yeah through through our algorithm on the back end we can make mass corrections you know and we no, say you said
1: a person could also always yes. correct yeah okay yes
0: absolutely a person mm-hmm. can go in there download the file make edits and then re-upload it so it's mm-hmm. it's a very streamlined process and you know why why do we need captions on those videos well it's not it's not just because you know sometimes people um you know well, I'll say this: most people have their audio off when they're watching video, especially on mobile. I think it's probably fifty yeah. to eighty percent have it off. So, sure. if if we're talking and there's no audio, people have no idea what we're saying. So, at least mm. if the captions are there, you know we're gonna we're gonna increase our comprehension rates.
1: Mm. No, I always yeah. put uh, captions or subtitles on my video yeah. because I know there are some, also some people that do not hear. And when I heard this, when one lady reached out and she said thank you for putting subtitles, you know, that's so important. I think, you know, that we actually, you know, cater for everyone.
0: Yeah. I think it's, I think it's really important. We actually spent a lot of time working on this and there's, there's actually a lot of technology that goes into it. There's, you know, neural networks and machine learning and artificial intelligence—all sorts of fancy stuff—that's basically just figuring out the words that we're speaking at the cadence in which we're speaking them, and then to convert that into text into multiple languages. Um, you know, it's it's a process. It's it was uh, it took us it took us almost a year to develop that. We went through all sorts of changes and iterations, and we weren't really happy with the technology. And then finally, we said, "Okay, this is this is ready to go." So now it's on. Now it's on dev. We're psyched about that amazing yeah um but i wanted to give you a chance to kind of uh uh tell folks where they can find you on linkedin or web address or instagram or any kind of social channels where people can find you
1: yeah so i'm on linkedin helen renovick and the same my website is also dot com, and on instagram i'm coaching with helen okay and reach out to me
0: yeah okay it and then on i'm just gonna put a little note here on the screen so that's a good place to find you on linkedin and then you mentioned also on instagram yeah and then what was your what was your website
1: again helen yeah
0: okay perfect so i'll put that on the screen and i wanted to thank you so much for your time because this was really interesting and i i really yeah i really appreciate. Um, the insight that you gave us on you know true storytelling about our lives and how it can um, really overcome i mean you went through such and such a challenge and you wrote a book about it and that book is now on on amazon
1: Mm. and it has some good exercises in there you know that you don't have to have cancer to use it you can use it during this time too you know i have one story that is trouble tree that I used to tell tell my son and that could be for grown-ups too and there are many there are many I, I try to share a, or I try to share a lot of exercises in there when you have overwhelm you know what can you do so you know there is there's always help out there. you just have, have to reach out and ask for it and be the best version of yourself that's you know if it's not today be that better version of yourself tomorrow.
0: Love that. Well, we'll leave it there. And I will take that as inspiration. And uh, I look forward to connecting on LinkedIn and to, to share more of our stories.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for having me.
0: Thanks so much, Helen.